expect him to be good at all. Woo! It's all happening. Welcome back. Live from the couch. The pod is live. Happy Fourth of July, motherfuckers. Your friends can and America. It's been one month and we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Ken. Welcome back, Car. Hi, Hi, Car. Hi, Ken. Hi, Hi, friends. friends. Hi, Jerry. Jerry making his presence known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He does not like that Mace song. Well, it is a great song, so I don't want to tell you your opinions are wrong, but you're wrong. But they're wrong. Um, Jerry, man, do you want to come up on the couch for the pod? Yeah. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Come on, Jerry, man. Where's the boy? Who's a good boy? Going into this, Ken said, I do not expect him to be good today. And so far, he is proving that to be true. True. But I think that, you know, after having such a hiatus, he really wants to remind the people that he is a part of this podcast. Justice for Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it has been an actual month yeah. since you've heard our sweet, sweet voices. <laughs> I can't believe you said that earlier. And I was like, no, but yes, it actually has. a month, a whole month. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. We, some just we're, life. We're sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I was a little um, disappointed. Mm. I think there were only like three people who reached out and were like, yo, where are my podcasts at? Yo, <sighs> where's I the new episode? I going to make this an email thing. I mean, I'm always uh, I'm offended by the emails, but yeah. um, thank you for reaching out and checking in. Mm-hmm. We're fine. The thing is, is we're fine. One of our sweet friends reached out and was like, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you need just like a pep talk and you just want to talk about like if it's being feeling like too much, I'm totally here for you, which thank you. That's so sweet. So sweet. I I was going to say, if you're listening, I know you're listening. (laughs) You're listening. And thank you. That's like the best. I think we were feeling overwhelmed, but not by the pod. No. Just by life. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know how people do it. I mean... Both of our schedules change pretty frequently, so mm-hmm. it is hard to count on the, like a regular time. But uh, I know other people do podcasts, and they're busier than we are. So m- my hat is off to you. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a, you know, I'll say we're like <laughs> what, like twelve episodes in or something. Yeah, and um, moving right along. Moving right along. We had some, you know, it's been so long. It's been a whole <laughs> month. We had some difficulties, which yeah. were. That one of our mic cables is tight and one of our mic cables is not tight. Not tight. It's, you know, it does what it wants, which is frequently make the mic not loud. So just had to do a quick adjust. Yeah. Uh, anyways, hats off to you people who are out there doing the weekly pod. We yeah. just, it just <sighs> a bunch of shit happened. Yeah. Well, and also... In general, like without the shit happening, we just, um, you know, when you you have to like Tetris your schedule and unfortunately 
this became like one of the, the only thing. flexible things. I know. So, Which it's not flexible though. Not. That was That's our bad. That's and on us. We are not going to do that again. So we don't plan to. Right. So so just know but, that like if you were like, I feel like I can't rely on them. We're really mindful of changing that. So. Yeah. We want to be reliable, which is also why we are officially going to be releasing the pod on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Your midweek. Yeah. Little fun. When you're having that like hump day slump. Yeah. Here we are. Check in. Yeah. It's us. It's hang Wednesdays. Out, hang out with your friends on the couch. Also, it works better for my schedule. So, so. thank you, Car, for adapting. Mm, my pleasure to that yeah so um god so many things so happened. many things happened and we, we actually were sitting down to talk about what to recap and it was hard to actually go back that far yeah in history um <laughs> do you also wonder why this episode is like really long way yeah. longer than any other episode we've ever released yeah well because uh one of the things that has happened since we saw you last um is that my dog Walter uh, passed away unexpectedly, mm. and um, we uh, we recorded a podcast about it, like right after it happened. Yeah, a whole episode right after. And it's it a good happened. episode. Um, it's a little emotional. We don't just talk about Walter; we talk about grief um, in general, and um, we are going to be attaching that to the end of this episode so instead of releasing like a bonus episode it's this is just going to be a long daddy yeah one long daddy for you and um yeah. please listen through too I, I mean do it in two sittings if it's too long yeah because I, I feel like it's some good content and um you know he, he was, was my a, baby yep a special so, boy yep so we wanted to do him justice and we didn't you know it's not gonna be chronological but i think it's important and yeah we gotta we gotta give him a, a shout out yeah and we definitely considered re-recording the discussion about it but i think that there's something important to um just like honoring what what it was like in, in that moment yeah um so so mm. we're not even gonna really touch on it because no. there's a, a literal whole hour about it um yeah but that's one of the things that was kind of i feel like the catalyst yeah, of for sure of the disruption in our schedule and and yeah. then some and then we had a crazy week so that happened that and happened then, and then we rolled right into uh pride which in seattle happens on the the weekend of like the 24th right but before um, that we had a bachelorette party oh my gosh yeah a whole weekend long bachelorette party and then that faded into which was which the best was so fun so, so fun. fun um but then that faded into pride pride slash carly's birthday week yep my uh my birthday always falls on um pride weekend which like i love sharing a, a celebration time with with folks and supporting our community and it mm. but it is also the busiest weekend of the year for us at the bar and we do a lot of prep rolling into it like i can't tell you how much booze <laughs> It's actually, I mean, I'm really tired to begin with, but it's actually making me tired to even <laughs> think about it. Thank God it's another year away. <laughs> um, somebody yeah. came into the bar yesterday and was like, I, I mean, I, this is the worst because I'm going to sound like an asshole, but I hate when people are like, did you work on Pride? And uh, I want to be like, yeah, you, yes, I <laughs> don't, it like makes me have no words. Yeah. Because the amount that we all, as a staff, like the yeah, the everybody day really, of the year. it's just yeah. insane. Everybody puts so much heart and love into that day. Yeah, and, and uh, it's always like the longest, most brutal shift. But 
it is so joyous and people are like so happy and having so much fun and that really truly makes a difference in terms of like keeping up your stamina um but we so all right so we do a lot of preparation leading up to pride um because we do we sell frozen cocktails and um and uh we made jello shots and like the Mm -hmm. preparing the mixed drinks that we prepare beforehand is like a at least a two-day operation Mm -hmm. um and then we show up at nine in the morning to Mm -hmm. start getting set up and then we work truly the whole day yeah um from like 9 a.m to close yeah and we're not the only people doing it like literally everybody works pretty much that long it's insane um and then we all wake up in the morning and go do the parade yeah so which this year was so fun so fun it was a good parade yeah i um now two years in a row oh have not been able to ride on the float yeah i have been a walk beside the floater and i'll tell you what i'm not standing for it next year no you're gonna be sitting for it in the float i'm gonna i'm gonna take a nap (laughs) in the float yeah so we have a um we have a float in the parade and we decorate it and there's people on the float they're like dancing and waving and then there's people who are walking beside the float um because technically you have to have a person walking by each wheel yeah to i guess prevent people from like throwing themselves under the wheels of the float i don't know it's dumb it's a rule it's dumb yeah and then those people are also handing out cupcakes to kids um and it's like i don't know like a two mile i don't know it's not that long but but my the that day after the parade i spent so much time like dancing with my arms up in the air that my <laughs> arms were so fucking sore yeah. from just dancing. Oh my god. So last year, um, I really, really, really wanted to wear a mascot costume. Yeah. Um, and it was r- really hot. It was like 90 degrees outside. Um, and I, uh, our friend brought me a crab costume. So I was wearing this this full body costume that covered my hands and my head and i was dancing in the float in the on, like a crab just like dancing my butt off and i was so hot and at the end of the parade when we were unloading the truck i just freaking threw up because you had heat because stroke I had, yeah like so you were it was so it was irresponsible yeah so this year you did it anyways I, and i owned it and yeah. i decided not to do that this year which was great no barfing no barfing for you yeah also so the parade so this year last year your birthday fell on the saturday where we do the big party at the bar right this year your birthday fell on the sunday of the parade yeah so we did the parade and then you know because things things were crazy you remember my birthday a number of months ago and Mm -hmm. carly was a real rock star and like pulled this whole thing together for me and it was great and i'm really thankful for it and i was gonna do the same and i don't want to say that i blew it but with all of the things that were happening in the month yeah it, it was not as well planned as as we wanted it to be however i was fucking adamant i was like listen I don't fucking care how tired you are on sunday we are having a barbecue at my house and i am inviting your friends and we are going to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. 
And we did. We did. So and Carly fell asleep, I think, twice during <laughs> yeah. her birthday party. There was there was a moment <laughs> where we were all hanging out in the yard and like some of my best friends came and everybody That's is good. like talking and laughing and having a good time. And I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed, napping. Yeah. And smiling because I'm like, oh, this is so lovely. And I actually truly cannot participate. <laughs> no. Um, but but, but it, was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. We played some beer pong. Yep. Made some memories. Made some memories. Took some photos. I taught everybody how to floss. Oh, God. A lot of flossing. I'm getting pretty good. Yeah. Kendra has been. It's been a week since I've tried. The resident floss educator. <laughs> yeah. It's been a whole week? Yeah. I haven't done it since oh, Pride. Dude, that is. That's... I'm too tired, man. Oh, no. That is a sign. Of... I'm too tired to floss, bro. When you are too tired to floss, it means you got to fix something in yeah. your life. Oh, because... and then, so we had that crazy weekend, and then our bosses did this really tight thing where they were like, everybody come to this work meeting on Monday, and everybody was not happy yeah. after working all week and being like, just so like, tired truly a skeleton truly skeleton just bones no skin just bones yeah and uh it wasn't a work meeting we closed the bar and we had a staff appreciation party yeah which was so fun yeah but then also participated in the amount of tiredness that we had yeah it was an all-day situation and which... then carly had a job on tuesday yep that ended up being like an all-day job all day like nine hours yeah carly thought the job was gonna be like a couple hours woo easy peasy fun well because the commercial we were shooting they were shooting like um three different spots sure and i was only in one of them so um i typically if you if they're doing like multiple shoots on a day and you're not in the whole thing then you're not there for the whole day and I, and I wasn't there for the whole day, but it, no. it was a, a larger chunk of the day than we were anticipating. Right. Um, also, Monday, I didn't get to do a bunch of the staff appreciation. No, but you did come until late. I did, but I had... Uh, Meetings. Uh-huh. I had a, a All fitting day you were busy. and this like, big audition that I had to do and a doctor's appointment. Uh -huh. and, yeah. And then Wednesday, we took... Um, Carrie and I took Carly camping. Yep. To a little lake called Lake Cushman. Highly recommend. Yeah. However, Carly's two demands for her birthday camping trip were sun and lake. <laughs> we were able to meet one of those demands. <laughs> and the other, was, it was just freaking overcast, yeah. dude. So all I've been dreaming of um, is floating on the lake in a floaty. That's all I want to do. All the time, but really specifically for my birthday. That was like the one and only yeah. thing I really wanted. And for my birthday, Sweet Ken, being like the best friend that she is, she bought me a bunch of floaties. Woo! Yeah, I got, a, me. got a, a, a flamingo mm -hmm. and a parrot and a popsicle. It's a toucan. A toucan. Come Cooler on. than a parrot. I think um, so. Yeah. And a freaking... Cactus. Cact the cactus is tight. The cactus is like over six feet long. You can really lounge and on And a wiggly that. arm band, which yeah. we have not seen in action yet, but no, I'm this, really uh, looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, it's one of those like wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man that, that they haven't like used car lots. Yeah. So it's basically a pool noodle, but yeah, We don't really know how it's going to work yeah, in, we haven't, in, yeah. in action. So anyway, we had all of these tight floaties and we were going to like get on the lake and get on the floaty and then just not do anything else. However, the sun did not come out. No, um, but it wasn't freezing. It no. was just like 60. Yeah. There's which is not 
lake temp and also where we were camping like our actual campsite was you know kind of like in the trees in the trees yeah so we we were there for two nights and during the day even we had to have a fire lit it was like freaking cold and and windy i was wearing stretch pants under my jeans and like it was yeah yeah, it was not a summer first night of sleep was dark times i woke up so fucking early and um carly had a really nice sleep in but this no is a, i did not you did sleep in but you didn't sleep well because no i fell asleep finally at like yeah six in the morning when you finally woke up right but it is a sleep in because you slept until like 10 okay but let the it, record show right i'm not saying that you slept more than me but when she no. finally arose i had been up oh, since dude. 6 a.m and i came to the tent edge <laughs> and she was like how was your sleep or how long have you been awake, I think is yeah, what you how, said. how long have you been up? And you said. And I looked at her and I said, oh, since six. With. A.M. A little was, pause. Snapped, dude. Snapped. She was so. I was so mad. So mad. And but, Carly was so terrified. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> we slept. Our campsite was next to this family having like Huge. a big reunion. Like 30 people. Yeah. They had like four campsites all in a row. And they were having a blast. Totally great. Lots of kids. Um, but one person in their party snored so loud. Yeah. And there are a number of things that I thought might be obstacles to getting a good night's sleep while camping, but I forgot Dude. about strangers snoring. Um, if you snore, you shouldn't go camping. Yeah. Don't go camp. Don't no. don't put somebody through that. I was up the entire night. Same. Yeah. Terrible. And then at one point I got up to pee. <laughs> Dude, and she fucking ate it hard. I tripped on one of the ropes to for the tent. Ate it. And it was so dark that I and I didn't know what was happening and I hit the ground so hard. Yeah. That Kendra thought I was Carrie. Yeah. Like the sound of a Carrie's much like larger a, Carrie's person. a really big tall guy. Yeah. Um and and I was in my tent and I heard somebody fall and I just I in my head, I literally thought I was like, "Oh, Carrie fell." Yep. I did not get up. Oh, no. I also was like, well, Carrie fell. He'll be fine. And then like way later into the day, Carly was like, damn, dude, I fell hard last night. And I was like mystified because I really, truly believed it was Carrie. Yeah. The uh, second day was good, though. The second day was good. So we forced ourselves to get on the lake, even though there was no sun and it was cold. It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that bad. The water. So here's the deal. Because it's a lake, like the top few inches were OK. Yeah. Um, Carrie and I both made a mistake, which was to dive in yeah. and get completely wet. Yeah, I did not do that. No, Carly did the like a <laughs> belly flop onto her floaty and yeah. didn't. I only got my in. like arms, arms up to my forearms and yeah. my feet to my ankles in, which was perfect. Smart. Um, but it was also windy out there. So eventually the wind became an issue, a chilly hazard for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we were out there for like an hour. I was proud of us. We yeah, really we good. We weren't going to do it. And I basically told carly i was like listen we had taken a a walk down to the lake while carrie watched the dogs and i was like i'm going in i took my pants off (laughs) got in up to my like high thigh and stood there for a while and looked at her and i was like it's totally fine totally it's totally i knew she was lying fine we're totally gonna do it i think we have to do it i think we have to do it it's totally fine but you know because it was like my one dream she (laughs) was like we're this is not not happening so go get the floaty yep and i appreciate that she did and we did and it was great yep and then um, we left. 
Well, first of all, one thing oh. I'd like to say is that we played a lot of cards, and the and when we we got out there, there was no cell phone reception. None. Which, uh, I think we made the mistake of like not letting people know going into it. So some people, like my mom, was like, "Are you okay out there? What's going on?" Um, but we so because we didn't have reception, we were playing poker <laughs> um, with rocks, as you do. Yeah, and we forgot a bunch of the rules and so we tried to remember and when we went into town the next day to get provisions yeah we looked them up and we're like oh wow we were playing this game totally wrong completely wrong well not completely but like 80 percent very wrong 80 percent right sure we missed a few steps but like then we got all the, the right rules, amount of cards <laughs> and we and we got all the rules yep and we went back prepared and we played it again and we were like oh this is way, way more, more fun. fun yeah yeah um and also I would like to say that we brought the dogs. We did bring the dogs. So Sadie, as you may remember, is 16. Fucking old. She is uh, mostly deaf, mostly blind, um, has a hard time walking. This is a conversation that we will have on another pod because there's a lot to talk about here. But um, she doesn't doesn't travel well and, uh, you know, it's like she's so old, dude. Um, And we'd never traveled with Randy, but when Carrie told me, when we were talking about going, he he mentioned bringing the dogs, and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Do you know what? Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just bring them. Kendra brought Jerry, and it turns out everybody had a blast. All the dogs were good, and Sadie Sadie, was the the true winner of the weekend. Yeah. She walked around more than we've seen her walk in months. She actually Years. was like so yeah. mobile and so speedy that eventually we had to like put her on a lead because she was going to walk away. Yeah, she was like on the move. Yeah, she it had was so tight. The time of her life. Yeah, and Randy, who you know you may remember, does not love a lot affection particularly. Um, he was really good. He was so cuddly because yeah. I think he was like, "Are you a little bit nervous?" Me? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, um, and Jerry just whined a lot. Oh, my God, Jerry. And tried to bite Randy. Jerry, oh, he did try to bite Randy because Randy was getting close to Ken. No, because like, Randy was bothering mommy. him. Randy was, like, wanting to play, and Jerry was not in play mode. And mm. Randy and Jerry had to tell him to back off. Yeah. Which was a naughty. It wasn't well, nice was to do. But we've all been there, you But know? it was okay. And then, and then they were chill. I think they kind of mostly just, like ignored each other other some space after that also jerry does this thing where he he can't go to sleep until you go to sleep yeah so every night we'd be sitting around the campfire playing cards and there would come a point where he'd just start whining like please god i'm so tired i just want to go to bed and kendra kept being like go to bed but he won't he won't he won't go to bed until like mommy or daddy lays down yeah because he's a freaking child baby yeah so um, uh, which is annoying, but I think is like an adorable attribute. Yeah, his. it's it's kind of yeah. sweet. Yeah. So yeah, so we went camping for three days, and uh, it was gorgeous, even though it was cold. And and then we came <laughs> back. We drove back from that camping trip, and yep. Carly and Carrie drove to a different camping trip with a different pair of homies. Yeah, we immediately unpacked the car. Our friends, Kim and Ryan, came and picked us up, and we put all of our gear into their car. Oh, you went in one car. I didn't know We that. did. Cool. Yeah, we carpooled. And we went to Lake Wenatchee, which is in eastern Washington, where we were all convinced it would be sunny. 
Um, and we were wrong. You know what, though? I'm glad that we didn't go on our trip to Eastern Washington because it would have taken longer. Yeah. And it would have been the same result. Yep. And I think you would have been more pissed. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> yeah, not pissed. Um, so at Lake Wenatchee, there was like a 0% chance we were going to get in the water. The lake was colder. There was, was more really? wind. Mm-hmm. Damn. And you didn't even get in? No. And it was overcast most of the time. So, Whoa. But gorgeous. So we did like a lot of hiking. And by hiking, I mean walking. walking. <laughs> um, Yesterday, somebody... Sorry to interrupt, but this yeah, is yeah. too good. Somebody at the bar, a friend of mine, I was serving them on the patio and there was a bike locked up out front and she was like hey is that your bike and i was like fuck no <laughs> and they laughed i was like i am not riding a bike in this city i am i am motor or die and mm. don't you dare ask me to take the bus because i refuse <laughs> i am not so i i understand you're i'm not hiking no i'll go for a walk but we did walk so much that like my legs were really sore the I next love day yeah i mean we went we, we walked around for miles sometimes like climbing up little hills and yeah. Climbing over rocks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, had a blast. Did not sleep next to anyone who was snoring. Love. However, I did still sleep absolutely terribly the first night. Well, that's to be expected. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then, then Ken worked all weekend. So we got home on Sunday. We're all crispy and dirty and um, finally sort of adjusting back to real life and i'm going to tell you what here's a takeaway <laughs> camping rules and it is so important to leave the city yeah it's, dear god i feel like it's something that we kind of forget about every year that yeah. like you gotta you gotta get out every year i say carrie and i are like we gotta go camping this year and then suddenly it's like october and we didn't go yeah and this year that's why uh -uh. like when we were when we were planning this initially right and you were like oh shit i didn't know we were camping i thought we were just gonna like maybe rent a house or like go somewhere mm -hmm. and i wanted to be like you always say that you want to camp so we're freaking going camping <laughs> we're doing it yeah and it was great it was great it was a really really good time i wish i could have gone on that second trip with you <sighs> same but dude we had a blast work the man was calling Mm, you gotta pay the piper. I mean, pay the dues. Clock in, Still clock paying out. Them. Working on the weekend. Yeah. Always um, working always. on the weekend. Almost, yeah. almost. Not always, actually. To be fair, I, I take. I've been doing a pretty good job at taking some time yeah, off. Yeah, you've been switching it up. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if you're like, boy, camping seems fun, but I don't have any time, you make the time. Or you if just you're have like, to. camping seems terrible, but I want to go away, just find a freaking cabin. Yeah. Whatever you do, just like go be in nature. Yeah. Um. Which, if you live in Washington, we have so many beautiful places to be. And it's like a two-hour drive from the city. So just yeah. go do it. Yeah. And if and remind us to go do it. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to do forget. it again. Yeah. Uh, other things you missed while we were away. I don't know if you remember, but we submitted our podcast to this. Mm. We didn't tell anybody. Freaking thing. Oh, we didn't tell anybody? I don't think so, yeah. Well. So a couple of our friends slash listeners had sent us... Um, a link to this competition that Squarespace put on for the next great podcast. If you know something about me, I love competition, so. Yeah. And if you know something about me, I love trying. Schemes. Schemes, yeah. Making things um, happen. Happen, yeah. So this was, so Squarespace um, was holding this competition for the next great podcast and what of, what, the, I guess how it works is, if you're a finalist, you fly to New York for a week and work with them on like 
building out your podcast uh, to make it if it's it's a, if it's an already existing podcast how to make it better if it's just an idea they help you get it off the ground then they build you they a website. basically produce your podcast correct yeah. you're basically entering see and here's the thing <laughs> we haven't even finished talking about it. i'm moving on you're already saying the thing um you basically enter this contest for them to then profitize off of your content right like your intellectual property becomes their intellectual property and they're like see we're gonna produce it for you so that we can make you a big deal and i'm like you know mm-hmm. what i'll fucking grit and grind through and make <laughs> myself a big deal yeah because i think that you don't want them to take all the credit for your idea yeah yeah so we recorded like this little spot. Yeah, you got to submit like a three minute clip. Yeah. So we recorded this thing and it felt really silly. Um, and good. We loved yeah. it. But then <laughs> we loved it. It was fine. We loved it. And then you have to submit this like written application, which um, I worked really hard to not make the answers too long. <laughs> which worked most Mostly. of the time. Um, and then like... Two weeks ago, we got the email saying, sorry. You're out. We don't like your freaking podcast. And you know what? Rejected. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Is that I think that they didn't like it because we're too established. Like because of our big fan base? No. (laughs) I think that our, well, yeah, we have a huge fan base, first of all. I think that our, like, vibe, I think they probably went in to listen to some shit and they, and like, we're too, we're unproducible, dude. Mm. They were probably like, what is this podcast about? And and they also <laughs> were probably like, these girls are too cool for us. Mm, yeah, well, that I think is is pretty clear. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see how they couldn't. No matter have what that episode out. you drop in on, it's pretty evident from the jump. Like, oh wow, these the, girls are cool. these bitches are cool. Yeah. So I, you know what? And to be honest, like I, uh, I, I navigate rejection a lot being an actor. Yeah. Um. And, but I also. Whoa, excuse me. Okay. <laughs> we'll just cut that part out. Okay. Um, but I also, some, like, I can get pretty bummed about rejection, especially yeah. if it's something that I've, like, put a lot of heart into. And sure. I was very surprised to open that email and be like, meh, whatever, whatever. dude. Yeah. Um, so, Squarespace, I don't you're deal missing out. Rejection a lot on the other side of things. Yeah. But I also didn't care. Yeah. Which felt great. It felt yeah. really good to, like, yeah. not be bummed about that. Yeah. So, um, I guess the point of that story was, A, just to recap you on something that happened, because we love doing that, <laughs> telling you about us. That's what the whole podcast is about, yeah. essentially. Um, and, <laughs> hey, Squarespace, if you Squares- don't know what this podcast is yeah. about, I just explained it for you. You'll never listen to this, but there Your you go. Your loss. Yeah. Um, also, just to say, if you like our podcast and want to give us money or something, or do it you can do that or tell yeah. your friends about it also just like uh it's cool to try something and be rejected and keep going speaking so, of rejection speaking of rejection what about this get ready for this yeah buckle a, up you dweebs out there this is crazy nugget for you um so there is a tv show that shoots in washington state um it's in its sixth season now i think um, it's on the Sci-Fi Network. I'm not going to say what it's called, but you could figure it out pretty easily. Um, I have auditioned for this show at least 
12 times. At least six times since we've been friends. Right. The first season it was on, I auditioned. <laughs> the first season it was on, I auditioned for one of the lead roles. Didn't get it. They wound up casting someone out of L.A. Big mm-hmm. surprise. Then I auditioned for um, a reoccurring character. Then I auditioned for a one-episode character. And then I auditioned for the role of woman crossing the street. Which I cannot <laughs> believe that that's, A, a, a fucking role that someone has to audition for. <laughs> and B, I'll cut to the chase, a role that you didn't get. I didn't get it. Nope. How? I feel like Jerry could have gotten that role. <laughs> I just like I truly don't know how I didn't do or that. Or like well. maybe Alex because he has long yeah, hair. Yeah. And they could have been like, oh, I that dude, know. that's a dude and it kind of looks like a woman. So we'll take it. Yeah. I started out with this like amazing opportunity to I just, star in a TV show. And then I wound up being rejected for the role of woman crossing the street. I like. So. So I just don't. Um, it, I, I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> It didn't feel very good. And of course, to like, for me, I'm like, my takeaway is that I, you know, you're my best friend. So I'm like, oh, she's great. She's the best actor I know, which is actually true. No, but you don't really know any other actors. (laughs) Right. Right. So my opinion is not holding that much weight here, but I do feel it. So I I just don't, I just don't understand. I don't either. Um. So that was that was the first season. Since then, every season I auditioned for at least one role. Um, and, and what's funny is that they're calling you. It's not like you're just submitting. Like they're asking for you to audition. Correct. That's the other thing. That's Correct. Crazy. It's like they they're like, oh, that Carly girl. Can we get a tape from her? Yeah. So I and every year I don't get cast. Now, um, I'm not going to speak to like how much I love or don't love the show. Um, What's really important here is that when you work in a smaller market like Seattle and there is a show that's filmed here, it does not look good if you are not on that show. People are like, what the fucking, what is your problem? Why can't you get on this show? So for me, it is... It is, I need to be on that show (laughs) to legitimize my ability as an actor because just on paper, it's not, it does not look good. Um, However, at this point, I've auditioned for the show so many times and never booked anything that I'm like, why are you still asking me to audition? That's the, that's the question that I have is I'm like, it would be one thing if it was like an open casting call and your agent was like, hey, I want you... To, to put in this for up. this. I yeah. want you to put in for this. I want you to put in for this. But they are asking for you. Mm-hmm. So why are they asking for you and not casting you for woman crossing the street? <laughs> I don't know. Last year, I auditioned for a role that was truly perfect. Um, a bubbly. On this show? Yeah. The part of a bubbly newscaster who had a lot of gumption and grit but had like a quirky disposition. Mm, okay, guess what else? She had the same name as me. That's right. I remember yeah. this one. And I did. Um, sometimes for this show, you have to go in in person to audition. Sometimes you send in a tape. This one was a tape. I sent it to my agent and he was like, holy hell, this is perfect. And I didn't book it. I don't know why. 
Um, no one knows why. No one knows why. No one will ever know why. And but, you know what sucks is they don't fucking tell you. No, never. Like, couldn't they just be like, hey, Carly, thanks so much for the submission. Um, here are some things we noticed. Looking forward to seeing you no, again. Nobody wants to put that time in. Um, so after that, I was like, you know what? It's just not going to happen for me. Yeah. It's not going to ha- I cannot make these people happy. No. Um, so lo and behold, the Monday after Pride, as we had just explained, was like a bonker. What is the number of hours after 72? I don't oh know. My God. 72 I plus don't 24? Know. Is that it's, what you're trying to get, yeah, get at? 96. There you go. 96 hours after the busiest weekend of our year. I've slept like maybe nine hours in three days. Um, I have to submit a tape for this show. Uh, the role that I was auditioning for, it was a bombastic, performative, um, sexy. No, wait, what did they say? Vixen? Oh. Okay. You know what? I don't know. Nah, yeah. What and did I'm, you even do? No, I'm so tired, so like fried out of my mind, and I'm 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 for sure going into this being like, I'm gonna do this because I'm a professional and I've been asked to, but you don't wanna hire me. You never will hire me. I'm gonna have to for the rest of my life explain why I never worked on this local TV show, but I promise you I'm still an okay actor. Whatever. Um, so I'll post a, we'll post a pic on the gram of, uh, my outfit. It was fine. Whatever. Um, and I did it and they wanted you to do it twice. Make it, do it once, make a different choice, do it again. Um, so I decided to take a different approach that instead of being a little more like human, true to life, authentic, I just. You like acted. I acted. Yeah. Which some could call... Show them what you got. Bad acting. (laughs) Um, But I just fucking went for it. Because I was like, you know what? Nothing else has worked. Right. So I'm going to... And, you know, a bombastic vixen. I feel like there's like some room to be um, larger than life. So I did. And it felt weird. Um, But it's been a week. And (laughs) I don't think I booked it. You haven't heard. I haven't heard. Um, So... I just can't. I think you should stop. <laughs> not, not, in, not in total, not in general. So you know what? I think you should stop acting. Just, it's yeah. obviously not working out. Time to put that to bed. Um, but I think you should just like next time you get an audition from them, just be like two middle fingers. Fuck you. I am not doing this bullshit. It's unbelievable to you me. You should. Why would you? Why? Why? Like, I mean, that's hard. Then now I'm like, well, maybe you should just keep trying. I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know what you should do. Maybe don't take my advice. I don't know what to do either. I mean, I'm at a loss. Is anybody out there an actor? (laughs) Are you listening? It's like, okay. What should she do? I know. Send an email, doingagood at gmail.com. What should Carly do (laughs) about this thing? Also, we've been getting a lot, you know, really quickly to interject about the email. A lot of time people are saying, they're like, we don't know where to send the email. And I'm like, literally every episode we tell you it's doingagood at gmail.com. But that's okay. So for real, give Carly some advice. Yeah, give me some advice. Doing what a good do? at gmail.com. Um, slash, how do I not take it personally at this point? Yes. Like over 12 times of being rejected for yeah. the same show. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Owie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, 
So I don't know. TBD on that. TBD. It'd be really great if next week I could be like, oh my god, guess Holy what? Holy shit, it happened. But I'm Let's pretty cross sure. Our fingers. Let's cross our fingers. All right, we're gonna cross Come on, it. Don't I'm, jinx it. I'm pretty sure they've they've cast it by now, but um, you never know. What would you yeah, do if I, I was know. like, I have something to tell you, and it was me? Would you lose your mind? I'd have so many questions. Would you? Yeah, you'd be like, first of all, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why didn't you tell me about this? When did you get an agent? How did you get an agent? <laughs> because you're not an actor. Yeah. You've never done this in your life. I feel like I would have known by now if you were like secretly trying like to start taking being acting an actor. classes. Yeah. Oh my God. What if I was secretly t- taking acting classes oh, and you didn't know? I would. Well, I would love that you were doing that, but I'd be really sad that you didn't want to involve me. Yeah, that would be difficult for yeah. you. Yeah. But. but what if, like, in this scenario, what if I'm like, by the way, I am going to be on that TV show? I would laugh a lot. Would you be mad? <laughs> <laughs> would you be, would it, like, cause a rift? Would you no. be? No. Oh, man. But I Maybe I should try out for thoroughly it. thoroughly confused. Just, you should. know how that happens. I mean, but. they don't want me, so maybe maybe you're what they're looking for. I'll bring Jared to the audition and be like, oh listen. Oh, my God. My mind would be blown. It's me and my dog. This is what you, you see. What you see is what you get. <sighs> I don't wear makeup. I don't know how to act. I'm not wearing a dress. I'm not wearing a fucking dress. <laughs> and I will not wear socks. <laughs> <laughs> it's and not, they're like, you yeah. know what? They like do some whispering and, and yeah. they're like, she's perfect. She's everything we've been looking for. Hire her now. now. Get the contract out. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you're hired too. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I could it would be, be so, so mind blown. It would be so funny. I think that definitely the way the world works, if you were like, you know what, just for, just for shits, I'm going to try acting, you know, give it a go. Yeah. You would freaking lap me in terms of I success. I don't think I would lap you. Oh yeah. I think I would maybe come up to par. And, and you then... do this thing where you're like, I just, I don't even get it. I don't know. I just don't even care about it that much. Yeah. It's like not even important to me, but I'm <laughs> freaking, I'm, you know, going to Sundance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to some dance. Wait, Sundance? What is it called? I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like eventually it would, it would make you lose your mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would, it would, it would tear you apart. Snapped. Snapped. It would truly. I would put you yeah. on the TV show Snapped. That's yeah. what that would do. That would do. I would just, it would, but I, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't be upset at you. It would be the, like, it would be like the a devastation more, like, of my own. Yeah. Like wider. Yeah. Whole world Ugh. outlook. It would change. It would change you. Yeah. Forever. It would change me. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Come join the party. Tap, 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 tap. Have you seen that? Um, to the listeners there's this fucking we're gonna post it to the Instagram <clears throat> this video of like this guy who's doing this knee slapping musical thing oh and it's, my and it's god like, it's like a meme and it says like me calling my dog to, to bed at night and he's like it's I can't describe it but we're gonna find the vid and we're gonna post it to the gram because it's too fucking funny that's okay, what I feel I'm like I was just doing so we don't forget Um. okay what else do you got we're at do we you know what let me check really quick did we get an email we probably did get well something. we have in the last month but i don't have anything queued up okay let me look really quick let's see if we can do a quick email shout out we do we actually have gotten a couple cool emails um we need to take like some email time next week because this yeah. is a really good one and i don't want to blow through it yeah so, so um we're listening and thank you after all this thank you for your emails sorry we're not going to read them today but we're going to read them next week we're going to do a whole email blast out um and that's that yeah yeah we've got yeah we've actually gotten some really good ones and for those of you who have sent them to us thank you thank you so much 
And if I, you want to send one to us, it's doinggood at gmail.com. Yeah, I just want you to know that it uh, really... It really matters. Yeah. And... Um, Makes us feel like seen and heard and loved, yeah. and we—that's supported. We, we just love that. Yeah, we didn't um, leave a lot of space to do the emails today, and I don't want to. I want to give them their due, their due space. Also, so. we got a new review. We did well, new to the pod, since we haven't talked about it yet. Okay, June twenty-first. Mm. So thank you to the listener, yeah. Elizabeth. <laughs> uh. Endless entertainment here, she says, which is great. We hope it never ends. Um, endless, except for it did end for a month. We're so sorry. <gasps> do you want to do a quick doing a good before we sign off? What do you got? Oh my gosh! I mean, it's like it's, I don't, I where don't to know even where to start. start. Yeah, I feel like let's maybe skip it. Mm, yeah, let's skip it, and we'll do some serious thinking about it. Yeah, we'll get what? back to our more scheduled. Oh yeah, because also next week i've got a text from my mom i want to read oh yes we've got emails we can like really circle back on doing a goods i've got those freaking beauty reviews from oh my, the beauty tips are coming yeah from my ross dress for less products that i bought and we have a whole segment we're going to start uh where we read some shit from people mag yeah it's going to be hilarious so you're going to want star tune in or star whatever you whatever. know what when yeah. i say people mag i mean the whole the whole community yeah. of that's like how i still say snapchat when it's really instagram video oh you do i call it snapchat oh my god yeah living in the past man i know well it's, it's, like, it's like it's hard to you know it's hard to change it out is snapchat still a thing i think so mm. i think it's around also next week i want to take some time to talk about home improvement the tv show so somebody <laughs> remind me that i said that also oh. next week i want to take some time to talk about home improvement as in me vacuuming my house right after this <laughs> podcast I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, all right. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for our... Um, our regularly... 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 Our schedule... The same old shit that you're going to expect to hear from us every week will be coming back hot next week. Yep. On same time. Same old shit. On time. And, On uh, Wednesday. Happy 4th of July. Be safe. For the love of God, don't don't drink drink and and drive. drive. We should talk about that on the pod sometime. Oh my God. Don't drink and drive. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Nothing is, it's wherever you have to go, it's not worth it. Also, don't blow up your hands with fireworks. We should also talk about that next week because I've seen that happen in person. Yep. It's terrifying. Um, Um, And uh, so if you, um, if you, what am I trying to say? So this is goodbye for this segment. This is goodbye. And, um, stay tuned for It's Walter's World, the episode we're attaching about Walter. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. probably gonna happen that's the maybe the most solemn intro we've ever had um hi car hi ken hi friends. hi friends we are doing something a little different so bear with us yeah well first of all we're doing this outside so, so that's different so bear with us write we're, us an email if you think it's too loud we're getting spicy and trying <laughs> new, new locations yeah. we're actually at carly's house today 
Yeah. On the porch. It's really nice. It's nice. We'll take a pic. Yeah. Enjoy hearing the wind and the airplanes in the background. Yeah. The, the, uh, the soundtrack to life. No? Yep. Great. Great. Okay. Okay. Three, two. <laughs> this is going to be tough, I think. Yeah. But you know what? That's some real life shit. Is it too soon? No. Okay. Because I don't know how to not, you know. Yeah, we're not going to be able to just like pretend it's not happening. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Typically, I prefer writing. I lean on it to say important things because my mind works better that way. Easier. I trust it more than simply speaking on its own. So today, I wanted to come to you with a prepared statement to say what needed to be said exactly right, to do him justice, to speak also on behalf of Carrie in a way that he could feel adequately represented by what was in his heart, to best convey the truth of everything. But over the last few days, what I've found is that there are no words, or perhaps there are many words and none of them fit here. No words that fit into a letter, or an explanation, or a poem, or a eulogy, or an outline. Someday I'm sure it will come. It has only recently stopped feeling like a dream. The moment being when I opened the front door and stepped into a house now mostly empty. Walter passed away late Saturday night. He was in perfect health and there were no warning signs. Not a single change in behavior or temperament or appetite. He did not struggle. He didn't cry out or ask for help. He just laid down in his bed quietly and fell asleep. Walter had been our baby for 10 years. He was with us through our journey into adulthood and building this life together. He was a part of everything. And he was, I can say with certainty, the best dog. He never fussed or bothered or acted out. He liked everyone and everything. He loved babies. He was skeptical of certain men, but his defense mechanism was to turn his bones to jelly and lay there like a lump. We never had problems with him. Not one problem. His passing was true to character in that he didn't want to upset anyone or cause a scene. He just wanted everything to be okay. He didn't want anyone to worry. I thought Walter would be with us for several more years. He was 12, but he was healthy, and those little dogs live forever, so... I was so certain of this that after Reba passed away in December, we had his blood work done, and it all came back great. Our vet said he was in excellent health, and I didn't think about it again. I was not prepared, not even a little, for this. He was my baby and my companion, and I expected it to be that way throughout the weekend and this week and the next one and so on. I sort of expected that we would even grow old together. Last week before this, my mother said to me, In my hardest times, people always like to tell me, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. But you know what? I think that's just not true. Sometimes you are given more than you can handle, and you just have to try to keep going anyway. And I think she's right. 
I keep trying to write this out to accurately explain what this means and how it feels, and I just can't do it. In a year full of difficulty, we've also lost two of our dogs, neither of whom were the ones we expected to lose, both of whom were supposed to endure the passing of Sadie, our 16-year-old wonder dog. But now, it's June, and Reba is gone, and Walter is gone, and Sadie is still here, for now. Randy has been with us for a month, and he has no idea what's going on. He clearly doesn't understand the burden that is now upon him of being the required sole survivor and baby because he still won't sleep in the bed with us and he still doesn't like being picked up. I need him more than ever and he's still living his motto, Randy is Randy. Which, if you could see the struggle of me trying to grieve with him and him running away, climbing on the table to eat shrimps off of people's plates, it's a little comical. I have been for some time trying to endure this season of my life, this year. I keep saying, there are lessons I'm learning and I know I will be stronger. I keep reminding myself of Kendra's shell analogy. But I, in truth, am tired. I do, in truth, want a break. In truth, I'm a little exhausted of working so hard and trying new things and maintaining an intellectual optimism that of course it's going to get better, but currently it isn't. I want to feel like myself again with my regular problems and my regular state of health. Mostly though right now, I miss the perfect dog, Walter. I'm glad you wrote that out. Yeah, we we had talked about, well, we didn't really talk about what we were going to do. I think that we just assumed um, that, I think we just assumed that we were going to have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I, that was, this happened late Saturday night and um, usually we record on Sundays or Mondays and that was just not going to happen. Mm-mm. Um and so knowing that we had to talk about it, we didn't really come up with a plan of what else we were gonna do. And I think um, it is, uh, it, f- it, it feels strange to talk about it. Um, and it also feels yeah. too weird not to, so. Yeah, it's kind of a complicated spot to be in for you. And I kept thinking about what, what I wanted to say and I just don't. I just don't know. I I think that I I think at first it it didn't it didn't really feel real and partially because it just came out of nowhere. And then as the days have gone by it starts to I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just... I, I think that what you're trying to say is that it's been a long couple of days. And with any sort of grieving process, it takes a long couple of days before it can even start to feel semi-real. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times to help it feel real you kind of have to like walk away from it and come back. Yeah. Which I think you've had to do a couple of times since uh, since Saturday. 
you know. Yeah. You're actually kind of busy on Sunday. And then on Monday you had some family in town. And then on Tuesday you worked a big job. Yeah. And like now it's Wednesday and you're home. Yeah. And Carrie's out of town. And it's like giving you that time and space to make it be real, which is worse, <laughs> I think. Yeah. I had uh, I had this sad moment when I came home yesterday um, from this job. And, you know, every day I come home the same way and I'd say, hi, babies. And Walter and Randy come running to the door and I can hear eight little feet clicking down mm-hmm. the hallway yeah. before I see them. And uh, Sadie can't meet us at the door anymore. She's too old. No, but not going to happen. Like, every day we do the same thing. And I came home and I said, hi, baby. Mm. And it was just Randy. And that felt, um, that like tiny little moment just felt really big and sad. Yeah. But he came Randy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I find that he has shown up in a way that is not the exact way that you have needed, but is a way that he is showing up differently, which I find to be cool. Yeah, he's sitting here with us now. There's this, like, silver, um, vintage silver jacket that I have that I took off a couple of weeks ago and left on the porch, and yeah. then... Randy claimed it as now his it's Randy's own. jacket. Yeah, he lays on it all the time. Yeah. And he just likes to come lay on the silver jacket and, uh, like, you know, I don't know, meditate, think about stuff. So He's not even asleep, though, right now, which is funny. He's, like, laying here just staring with his one, one eyeball. Yeah, <laughs> that big buggy eye. Out at the yard and, like, sometimes kind of closing it. Like, now it's kind of closed. Yeah. Now it's open again. He's just, like, looking around. <laughs> Laying on his coat. Chilling. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. I think that we had... I don't know. I don't know what this episode... Where where we're going to go with this. But I think that when you had mentioned it to me about how we needed to create a little space for Walter, um, we had also talked about how it, this episode would probably just kind of generally be about pets. Sure. Yeah. And the role that they play and... How they're different than than humans and how the relationship you have with them is different and it's every single one is different and yeah I, they're really having a pet is a really special cool experience and when you lose them you know when you get any animal you know yeah you know it's not forever and you know you're gonna outlive them but then once you're in it it's that part goes away and it's so it's so painful that you ask yourself, like, why Why did you do this at all? Why'd you get the dang animal? Yeah. It's horrible. And you, you, it's hard to, you know, okay. So when you got Randy, you were saying that it's hard to remember the adjustment period. Yeah. And I don't remember if we talked about this on the pod or not. Or we if did. we just talked about it. But, but. It's when you get a new pet, it's hard to remember that, like, it takes some time for that pet to be acclimated and to be your pet, truly your animal. Yeah. And then 
there's this whole other period that you also forget about at the end. You forget about the beginnings and the ends, mm-hmm. but because the middle is so good. Yeah. And I think that that will just always be the case. And I th- and there's this, I think, um, I've noticed this in grieving people and also in animals. Um, there's this period after you lose someone that you love where everything kind of stops and you live in this suspended state of grief and you sleep and you don't sleep and you like think about things and you think about nothing and Mm -hmm. you sort of you know like cry and make weird jokes and just you like you kind of float it's kind of weird yeah yeah this limbo and then and then one day you wake up and you have to finally change your clothes and you have to finally brush your teeth and you have to finally go to your job and there's a little bit of a feeling of betrayal when you do that like you're betraying the loss of the thing the person or the animal that you right like when I Neither Carrie nor I changed our clothes for a couple of days, and I'm pretty sure neither of us brushed our teeth. But yesterday morning, we both woke up early and went to work, and the drive to work was so strange because I was like... Kind of feels like you're walking away from it. Yeah. Even though you're not? No, you're... Yeah, you're not. It kind of feels like it. Yeah. 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 And, um... And then you are, and then you are stepping out into the world where, when you tell people what you're experiencing, the phrase "my dog died" just doesn't sound. It doesn't hold the weight. No, it doesn't accurately represent doesn't. what is going on at all. No. Um. I. When we, when Reba passed away. I think I've I think we've talked a little bit about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. The reason that we got Reba was so that Walter would have a companion when Sadie passed away, which is crazy. So Sadie has been very old for a while. We got Reba and then she suddenly got very sick and didn't get better and um and her her process of passing away was a little bit slower. There were a few weeks where we tried really hard to save her and our vet did, you know, everything and her health kept slipping away and we had it was horrible to to have to watch something someone that you love sort of losing their connection to the the spirit of who they are. Yeah. Um like we, you know, we had to like feed her through a syringe and yeah. those, all of those things were really painful, but there was um, an awareness that your time with them was really precious and probably limited. Um, I would not say that that is preferable to losing uh, an animal so suddenly, but I like i like i said in that thing that i wrote like zero percent of me right was thinking about this possibility right like we sadie's it it just wasn't even on your mind no and sadie is 16 now and every day 
I spend yeah. time with her and I say, I love you so much. Yeah. I am so grateful for you. You are such a good dog. Every night I like know that I might be saying goodbye to her forever. And, and it's, it's different. It's going to be horrible when she moves on. But it, but I'm living with that awareness. And, right. And it is different. It's, it's, it, it's just different. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you have an experience, when you have an ability to, like, process the goodbye. I mean, we talked about this on Sunday, you mm -hmm. know. Um, when you have the ability to process the goodbye, it's not any easier. It's just harder in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there, so there was a year when um, I, I sort of like, I casually refer to this period in my life as the dark time. Um, <laughs> when I, uh, uh, several of my friends passed away, all of them in different ways and all of them very unexpectedly. Um, later that year, a cousin that I was very close to passed away. And um, there were some other things that happened that year. It was just a, was truly was truly not awful. a good time very dark yep um and 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 coming out of that experience i was like if you could just have the time to say goodbye to somebody it would feel better um and then a couple of years later my grandfather got really sick and, yeah. and we had that time and i was like oh no 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 just bad in a different way it's just different um yeah there's no i don't think there's any easy way to say goodbye to someone or something no no easy way no good way i just think it's all different and hard in different every every experience is going to be different and complicated and filled with grief mm -hmm. and uh but there is that little nugget though that does come eventually as the grief ebbs its way out yeah like there it's, is a bright spot. So I think that it's um my I, so I've been uh I've been having a difficult year and by year I mean 365 days not calendar year. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh and I was talking a couple of months ago to my therapist and she was saying that you know when you um come out the other side of some of the things that you're dealing with there is a a, a gift. Um, and for everybody, those those gifts are different. But when you get to discover what your gift is, you will be able to feel like it was all really worthwhile. And I think that that is very similar to grief. Um, There's a gift. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you've had a gift with Walter for 11 years. Yeah. I... That's, I mean, the gift is that he was just the best little guy. Yeah, everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. He touched a lot of lives. He sure did. He was, um, you know, when Carrie and I got him, we thought that we wanted, like, an Australian Shepherd. And then we Thank got Walter. God, you did not get an Australian Shepherd. Yeah. And we were like, oh, this dog doesn't want to do anything. This is actually great for us this is perfect okay um and i and and we sort of were lulled into this belief that this is what having any dog could be like um 
And I can safely say, uh, after getting Reba and now Randy, like, that's absolutely not true. He was one of a kind. He, uh, he truly just lived to chill. And, um, I wish that I could have known that something was wrong, but I do think this was very reflective of the kind of dog that he was. He just didn't want to upset anybody. No. He just wanted to, like, be cool, ride the wave. He was very uh, amendable. Amenable? Amicable. Amicable. Are either of the other two words I said words? Who knows? Amenable is a word, but it's not what you meant. It's not what I meant. And amenable is... A word? Uh, Kendra Cox original, I think. Oh, sick. <laughs> um, yeah, he just, like, didn't want to... He didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah. He was, like, not about that. Don't ruffle even And even when I met him, like, he would try and ruffle my feathers, but he didn't want to. Like, he would bark at me. Do you remember when I first started coming over here? That dog would not stop barking at me. Like, he would bark at me... I would walk in the door and he would bark at me and then I would sit down and he would bark at me and he would like just like crawl under the couch and still be barking at me from under the couch. He, he wasn't sure. I he, forgot about He wasn't about sure that. about me. Yeah. And then he, he came around. I don't remember when or what happened or if there was a, a thing that happened. But Well, he was probably like, oh, all right, I guess you're saying, okay. Yeah. Like, I think he just, <laughs> he must have figured it out. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going anywhere. But his bark was the best. Yeah. It was like, it, it was caught in his throat, um, which made it, it was like so funny and not that disruptive. So it was yeah. really hard to reprimand him. You're just like, I don't know. I that's don't know. hilarious. That's what he's doing. Yeah. 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 But um, going back, yeah, there's a, there's a gift with grief, with any kind of grief, I think. I, I think that there is a, it, it just, it's just going to take a while. Yep. And I think, you know, what you were saying about how, it's so funny how we, because you really can't just sit in grief for too long of an extended period of time. Because, um... Hold on, I'm going to pause you right there. There's a spider on your microphone. No! I'm going to get him. Is that with you? Oh, he's... <laughs> Ooh, he popped. I didn't like the sound he made. No, <laughs> I heard that. Ooh, that was yucky. Okay, one negative to recording outside. <laughs> Hazards of outdoor recording. Yikes. That was... Grody. I feel violated. <laughs> I hated the way that felt. <laughs> like when I went to go squash him. Oh, I'm going to barf. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Uncomfy. I could feel. I could feel him like pop underneath the, <laughs> the rag. Okay. Uh, wow. Where was I? Uh, oh, you can't just sit in grief. For example, like I came over on Sunday to be around for Carly and Carrie because, you know, that's what you do when yeah. something bad happens. And um, then I went home, or no, actually, then I went to work and I saw Alex on Monday before I went back to work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were talking about the day and how you guys were doing. And I was like, well, it's kind of complicated because 
sometimes we'd just be like walking to the grocery store and mm-hmm. things are fine and mm-hmm. we're like having a conversation and then seconds later it's like it hits you yeah just you just like fall it's apart a wave. again you fall apart yep but i think it's important to not be you can't get caught in that wave you know well i think it's important to to you gotta let it happen yeah, when it happens totally so. yeah like you gotta let it happen but also it's important to keep like having the conversation about how wonderful he was and like telling stories and remembering you have to do him the justice of that too yeah so i mean grief is well and also complicated when you're when you're grieving to not think about it for a minute is so relieving that you do this sort of yo-yoing that makes you feel a little bit like a lunatic yeah like one minute you're sobbing hysterically right and all you want is to not feel the pain right that you're feeling and then five minutes later you can be laughing hysterically about uh, you know something on tv and then you sort of catch yourself in that experience and you're like how is this real yeah how can i do both of these things so closely together but to to be distracted is such a relief that you really can you really like lean into it i think and then and then something reminds you and it brings you back and then yeah one thing that is interesting about like being older and having experience with the grieving process is that i have there is no uh illusion that it's gonna just be okay that there's gonna be a period where you're like you know what i did that and it's fine now right that it's like that to lose someone that you love just kind of hangs with you in different ways forever and and it doesn't time doesn't make it better it just makes it easier what were we saying the other day time doesn't heal all wounds or something what was we were oh damn it dude it was cheesy but it was real oh i think your mom said it it was like we're basically just talking about how time doesn't heal all wounds the wounds just get easier to manage or something like that and i think that that's the case you know it's like yeah it's not it's not like it's just going to go away and you're just going to forget who he was. You're just going to be able to manage it differently. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Not that you're managing it poorly. No, it just feels fresh. It's just big right now. It just won't feel so big later. Yeah. Um I I had to do uh I had to do a job yesterday. Um, that was long long so I went into doing the, I did a commercial an on-camera commercial and I and for some reason I thought that this shoot was gonna be short yeah like a half a day because we were gonna record and you were like oh yeah I'll be done at one yeah turns out it was a nine-hour shoot day <laughs> <laughs> um, which I, I God knows where I got the idea it wasn't gonna be that long but whatever it was um a surprise to me. Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, and uh, luckily, everyone on that shoot was lovely, and the director was so sweet, and the energy was really good. It wasn't a stressful experience, but um, the concept of this shoot was happy, joyful, um, smiling, the biggest smile you've ever ever smiled right. and a lot of like dancing around and Woo. hugging and love yeah love um love was the theme, theme of the shoot and happy love though yeah ecstatic like, love <laughs> like like 
honeymoon phase love. Yeah, and when you're me and you can you can do a smile so big that your like cheeks cover your eyeballs. Yeah. They were like, that's perfect. We love that big smile. And I was like, oh God. All right. Oh. I'm gonna do that for and nine you're like, hours. Cool. Well, well, you went into it being like, cool, I'm gonna do that for a half day. Yeah, I can pull it together for four hours. Yeah. No. Well you did pull it together for four. I did. I did, but uh so so all right. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I am very mindful of, in a professional setting, being a professional. Um, so for me, going into this, I was like, you got to keep it together. Right. And just don't crack. Because it is not professional to fall apart in front of a bunch of people who have hired you to do a job who you don't know. Who they don't like, they don't owe you the space to be a mess. So, yeah, no. So, um, it's going all right. I am smiling the biggest smile anyone's ever smiled. I'm bouncing around and laughing and loving, and then a few hours into it, one of the um, the one of the wardrobe gals, we had stepped to the side of the set, and she looked at me and she asked if I was okay. And my eyes just glazed over and I started crying. You could do at that point. And I just was like, I just started barfing it all out. You know, I was like, oh, my dog just died two days ago and he was my baby and I had him for 10 years and he was totally healthy. And she, Ugh. this poor woman, I don't really know her. And she was, she was fanning my face with her hands, trying what to sweetie. fan the tears away. And she just kept whispering over and over again. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, so sweet. And then I couple hours later I went into the bathroom and I was crying again and I came out and both of the hair and makeup women were standing right there and I thought they'd heard me so I saw them and I just started apologizing profusely yeah. and crying and they were like oh my god what is what's wrong what's happening and then I told them and by the end of the day both of the hair and makeup gals knew and both of the wardrobe gals knew and I felt a little guilty that I had not been able to keep it from everybody but um i will say pro tip if you're ever on a set and you need to have an emotional moment with somebody your best choices yeah that's are those are your girls the wardrobe department and hair and makeup they are <laughs> they are truly the glue of any set um you know um you were also mentioning this to me on sunday about how like sometimes we have to just Sometimes we have to just trust in the humanity of others. Like, I know you, in a professional setting, like, you don't, they don't owe it to you because you don't know them to, like, be kind to you about something that's right. going on. However, you were saying, like, after you had been to the animal hospital with Walter, mm -hmm. you guys needed a snack, and so you stopped at, like, a gas station. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, and the man inside, like who rung you up you that you had had a conversation with him yeah about what was going on and you were so like shocked and delighted mm -hmm. at his kindness and that you know i i feel like well i went to go buy some uh, like some gatorade yep on the way home and we stopped at a 7-eleven and i went in and i had two gatorades and the total came to like i don't know 533 and i had a $5 bill and i didn't have any change so I put my $5 bill away and I went to go pull out my debit card and the guy was like, oh, no, no, I got it. 
I, I got the 33 cents. Don't worry about it. He's like, the next time you come in here, you can give me 33 cents. And I just was like so touched by his um, like general kindness. Yeah, that then it then it made me cry. And I was like, I'm just leaving the animal hospital. And I told him what had happened. And he was like really sweet and receptive to having that moment and um right it's like it's like a good lesson in letting other people like giving other people doesn't always work don't get (laughs) me wrong but you know giving other people the opportunity to shine and giving other people the opportunity to show support and be kind and i think that that's like what you do by being transparent about that with the like hair and makeup ladies is being like and the wardrobe stylist is being letting them know where you're at so they can choose to to give you kindness back you know yeah because also i think being honest is you being honest with them is you doing them a kindness too and it helps them be prepared for i mean especially let's say hair and makeup yeah they've got some work to do yeah they're like cool every 35 minutes we're gonna have to touch your face up and whatever and the whole morning while they were doing my makeup i kept joking about we've got a lot of work to do covering these bags under my eyes and i kept joking about how it was allergies and it was nice to finally admit in the middle of the day, like, yeah. the reason I look so horrible is because I've been crying for two days. Right. It's not allergies. Yeah. I just can't keep it together. Now, get in here with that waterproof mascara and yeah. touch this shit yeah. up. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to just... Well, I also think that we... We have this idea, for some reason, that we have to just keep it together all the time, and that, <laughs> like... Nobody wants to hear about your shit or your bad day. Nobody wants to hear. Nobody likes a complainer. And I think that that's true. Like, no, you shouldn't go through your life complaining all of the time. But when you are really experiencing something that's difficult. Let it ride. Just feel that feeling and trust that other people. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it would be doing a disservice to you and to the people around you if you just, especially you. Just tried to, like, be this person who wasn't having feelings. This is not who you are. You know? Yeah. And it would be weird. Well. um, I mean, thank God you don't do that around me. I think repressing your feelings is toxic. Yeah. And it certainly, if you're grieving, it doesn't help you in any way. I also think that it's okay to be uncomfortable about telling a stranger or someone you love that you are having a hard time and then have them support you like that's an uncomfortable feeling like I we told we told some of our best friends and on Sunday and people brought us flowers and food and drinks and just like showed up to hug us and I um part of me just felt really uncomfortable that people were going out of their way and then I realized like that's such a it's such a gift and it's it's okay to feel a little uncomfortable about being so vulnerable and needing to be taken care of in that moment Mm -hmm. Um, there's something special about that I think like it's cool it's cool to have people take care of you (laughs) It, oh, it's very yeah. It's special, and and also I think in in the way that that happened on Sunday in particular, like it's not like that happens every day. It's not like people are showing up. You know, it happens when it needs to happen. Yeah, 
It happens when it's important. And it happens when... When it's needed. I don't There's know if you, you probably can't hear it, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's this dog howling in the background. If you can hear it, he sounds so sad. But. And, and it's making another dog bark. But we got. There, there's this app called Nextdoor where people in your community all send messages. Um, and somebody posted on Nextdoor once, like, hey, you might hear a very sad sounding dog howling uh, constantly. He's fine. He's just really old and deaf and doesn't know what's going on ever, but he's totally loved. And like fed and yeah, cared for. Yeah. And like, you do not need to call like animal cruelty yeah. and come and pick him up from our house. Yeah, he's just, he just is, that's, he's living his truth. Yeah, and the last couple of times I've been over here, he's been really on one, mm-hmm. just howling outside. But, <laughs> and I get it. Howl your heart out, baby. That's the thing. He's, he's honoring his experience. He is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like as a child, you are emotional when you need to be emotional. And then you move into adolescence and people start telling you to like, you know, suck it up. Buck up. Be brave. Get over it. Yeah. Everything's okay. Other people have it worse off than you. You know, all of these, whatever. Or like nobody likes a crier or whatever. (laughs) We're like, you've been sad about this thing for too long. Time to get over it. Wait, yeah. Whatever. And we try to sort of condition ourselves out of... Emotion. Yeah. And especially towards, like, um, outwardly emoting. Mm. Um, and I think then maybe, certainly for some of us, in adulthood, you start realizing, like, that's not that tight, actually. It's not what works for you. No. Yeah. I do think that there are some people who are are good at that, and I don't think it negatively affects them. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, like, I think there are some people out there who are like, I am not a highly emotional person. No, but if but, those people are experiencing right. something... Right, then then they'll, then they'll experience it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that there are some people who are who are just experience emotion differently right while but, while still not feeling like they're being like um controlled or right but that and that's the important yeah. thing they're just yeah. like they're they have their emotions are less big right but they're not stuffing them right yeah whatever stuffing your yeah. stuffing your emotions just like really doesn't work. whatever level you're living at emotionally just honor that yeah if you like my uncle bill was a real stoic guy uh-huh I mean, all of my uncles are stoic guys, all of them. And they, when they feel particularly touched, they, they go there. Yeah. They're just not, they just don't like live. They don't like live. They don't live in that moment. Yeah. They they don't live in that. In a big space. Same big emotional space. Yeah. Yeah. But. But the, but it's there. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, on the other hand, I like, I know largely emotional people and they, the people I really admire are the ones who honor whatever that thing is, whether it's sure. like a joyful moment or a sad moment or a sure. scared moment and don't apologize for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, but it's hard not to apologize for your emotions. Yeah. Really hard. I es- find that to be difficult. Yeah. Especially when it's something that, um, can, can 
lead another person to um, support you or uh, extend extend something of themselves sure. to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I find that I find that sometimes I apologize for my emotion, and I also find that sometimes I apologize. And I think that maybe you do this too in a way. I think we do it sometimes on the pod. We're like we apologize for taking too much of the space. Yeah. I, I, I'll find myself like if I am out with some pals and yeah. end up kind of having a longer conversation than I thought I was going to have or like mm-hmm. go deeper than mm-hmm. I thought I was going to go then I'll like after the end whenever the closing point comes mm-hmm. I will also just like throw in a casual apology oh for yeah taking up too much of their time totally yeah. yeah I do that quite a bit you do yeah and I think you do it too oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and I, I think the like the lesson is not about is it's more about like the awareness of when uh, I guess there cuz there are times when you take up too much space and it's too much there are not you specifically but <laughs> well never you specifically yeah. actually no but a person can sure. so it's not about sharing less or emoting less it's just about having an awareness of what that is what that is and what it's doing for right. other people what it is doing for you and when sometimes like if you can't stop emoting and you know that you've sort of reached your max capacity of doing that in public then you gotta remove yourself <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah, like, like a like, good example of yeah. that is when we went t- to go meet randy we're at a freaking Petco. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I think we told the story on the pod, but... Yeah, but here's the deal. We're at this Petco with all these strangers and all these animals, and Randy comes in, and I just started crying, and I... You had to go. couldn't stop. I had to go. I can't... Because, because stuffing it was, like, physically not an option. Um, intellectually, I couldn't even decide if I should try to or not. I was just like, it's happening, can't stop it. And yeah, I had to remove myself. Yeah. Which is fine. I wasn't ashamed. No. I just was like, this can't be a part of other people's experience anymore. Um, and and that... That is a good example. That's a good example. That's, that's a very good <laughs> example. <laughs> but circling back, when you have lost someone that you loved deeply, and your best friends bring you flowers and food... That's totally cool. Just let that happen. Let it happen. Yeah. And... And when you're having lunch with your friends and you tell a story about yourself, don't apologize. Yeah, they're oh, that, your friends. That too. They they yeah. probably asked. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chances are. Yeah, they probably wanted to know. Yeah. Which is why they asked the questions to get you to tell the story. Mm-hmm. I just don't like talking about myself so much. I'm learning. You know what? I'm working on it. I uh, yes, I am working on you it. You are. You're doing a good. I've been well, work- it's not in a way where I'm like working on talking. It's that sounds weird to be like no. I'm working on talking about myself. You're working on not more. feeling guilt and shame about sure, talking yeah. about yourself. Yeah, right. This comes back to guilt and shame, dude. Oh my gosh! What? Welcome back. <laughs> it's like we never left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to, I would like to, um, have a PSA about Walter. Um, are we not talking about Walter anymore? No, I mean we can definitely talk about Walter. I was going to make a brief mo- uh, memo about the reviews and if you were trying to oh leave a God, review. Oh my God, I was going to, I was just going to let you know that I did a little research and I found out. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just did. laugh about it for a second. You- <laughs> I was going to let you know that if you've been trying to leave a review, um, that, that there's a glitch in the system. <laughs> and... 
So I found out that the Apple reviews for the podcast is a, apparently a pain. We've received multiple um, text messages, me- messages overall about how people are like, I'm trying to leave you a review, but I can't. It's not working. And I, every time somebody says that, I just get mad. I'm like, you're just an idiot. And you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Actually, I tried to leave a review yesterday. Yeah. It was difficult. It's messed up. It's messed up, dude. It's the best way up. for you to do it is on a computer. I found out it's on a computer. Uh, also, if it apparently there's, it's really finicky about the username. So yeah. you if, have to pick a unique username. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily tell you if you've selected one that someone else has used. It yeah. won't post your review, but it won't necessarily tell you that. So just it keep won't, trying. So. You know. Yeah. Try and try again. Or just freaking. Send us the review that you want to post, and we'll post it. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. <laughs> also, apparently, our email's been difficult to find, which is, I get that. Not every, you know, maybe we don't have it in enough places. It's doing a good at gmail.com. I'm not even going to say anything about the emails. I'm just going to let it ride. Not today. Not today. No time. No. Um. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm really impressed, Ken. That you sat on that for that long. It's been 45 minutes. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. I was giving you the space. Thanks. Well, we give Walter, really. Yeah, I was giving Walter the space. I mean, it was me. See, now I want to apologize. Don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, yeah. What's your closing statement? Do you have one? Because we're closing it off. This is it. We're at the end. At the end of the road. Uh, don't not <laughs> yesterday two, a couple days ago i the boys to men song it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday oh, no. came into my head and i don't if you are missing someone do not listen to that song not even in your head don't even let it play in what your mind other oh yeah don't go there just oh you know what i'm not even gonna go there don't we're go just there. gonna stop Mm-mm. it's not the end of the road no. it's the it's smack dab in the middle <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, you know, I mean, here's what I'm going to say. We started this podcast and we had ideas. Oh, we had ideas. And (laughs) I have found just, this is like the third week in a row that I've cried about something. And this was not my intention about what this podcast was going to be. This kind of feels like an apology. No, I'm just, (laughs) I also, I, I just... You know what? Maybe it was an apology. I think it was. You shut me down. I shut you down. But I shut you down to say, I, it, it, well, to let you know, I guess, on air, A, it doesn't bother me, obviously, doy. B, I, I love that we came into this podcast with, like, big ideas, (laughs) really big, like, big ideas about what it was going to be. And I was talking to a fellow podcasting friend recently uh, about... His podcast, which is also similar to ours in the way that he like sits down and just chats, but he does it alone, which is so impressive to me. Wow! <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, he was saying that our podcast is cool because we don't have big ideas or we <laughs> don't have like an like we just do whatever we do, and that is, I think, refreshing. So don't well, you know? It's a real meta experience. Yeah, like we, we just let every episode be what it's going to be, and and it, we learn something about it every time, and that relates to like the bigger lesson of like how you navigate life, and hopefully you are also learning something. Because I'll tell you what, 
I, for like weeks, have wanted to mention the fact that I don't feel very comfortable talking about serious things without having something written down. And Kendra feels that is how she approaches things. Right. And she's always encouraging me to just go for it. And in this podcast, it's like a place where that happens. I don't. Oh, we talked about that last week. Did we? Frick. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't anyway, matter. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I am in this having to talk about things without knowing that I'm going to say exactly the right thing. Yep. And I, I don't like it. <laughs> but it's important <laughs> to learn how to be comfortable with it. So yeah. I'm working on it. I also think that every every week, like, every week is different. So even if we go into it being like, oh, next week, let's talk about X, Y, or Z. We may not get there because something crazy might have happened or something, you know, things change. So Life happens. Life yeah. happens. Um, the, Put that on a t-shirt. My, this, this, the, the main hair and makeup gal yesterday, I love her. She, we were talking about something and she said, you know, what? it's just, I've just come to realize that it's really like what Forrest Gump says. Oh boy. Life is like a box of chocolates oh, and you boy. never know what you're going to get. Unless you buy a box of chocolates that is the, like specifically... Okay. Just one kind but of chocolate that I you like. I think what you're saying is this, it's the same sentiment. <laughs> it is the same sentiment. You just don't know. I just didn't, I don't know. I don't want to ups, I don't want to upset anybody, but Forrest Gump is fine. Mm. I said it. I said it. We'll talk about this later. I'll tell you a few years ago I revisited that and I, it holds up. Does it? Yeah. Maybe right. it, I maybe I was having like an emotionally vulnerable moment. I don't I'll know. Watch it. All right. Um Yeah. Yeah. So, just if you're going through it, hang in there. Yeah. I'm going to probably have to talk about my dog a bunch more on this podcast, and I'm really available if you need to talk about your thing. And if you're going through it, uh, don't be don't be ashamed or worried about asking for help. Yep. Or letting other people help you. Yeah. Or even just admitting that you're going through it. Don't yeah. be ashamed about that. And if somebody wants to bring you flowers, let them bring you flowers. Yeah. And if and somebody wants to make you a casserole, let them make you a casserole. And if something's been hurting for a long time, then that just means that thing was really important. Yeah. Like, don't, don't shame yourself for feeling a hard feeling for a long time. Or there is no cap. If you are, send us an email and we'll help you doing a good at gmail.com yep <laughs> um doing a good at gmail.com d-o-i-n-g-a-g-o-o-d at symbol g-m-a-i-l period c-o-m yeah. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna just and if you all right well since we're doing that if you want to um if you want to see pictures of Walter and yeah think about him or like explore his journey a lot of I've been sharing him on social media for a long time. The hashtag is it's Walter's world. It's Walter's world. And that started because very early on with Walter, we realized it's Walter's world. We just live in it. Love you, Wally. Love you, buddy. We're going to get out of here. Love you guys too. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love you. I forgot to say I love you. I think you said it. Did I? Say it again. All right. I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Well, twice never.